Hello, and thanks for joining me for this next episode of the Trans Electronic Labs podcast. This episode, like every other, is brought to you by me. And if you'd like to support this work, please consider purchasing my music over on Bandcamp. All those proceeds go right to me. So please, if you like what I'm doing here, take a moment, go over to Bandcamp and purchase something. It would really help out. Also, if you like denim and you would like a special pair of jeans, dyed, sewn, painted, transformed into a one-of-a-kind, unique denim item, uh, get in touch. I can do some real magic with denim and canvas. them a disservice. They're urban portage for the discerning individual. Research that was done back in the 80s surrounding, of all things, life on other planets. And what I'm going to be reading today is actual documents that were sourced from our favorite place, the CIA Document Archive, through a Freedom of Information Act request. I did not make this request. Somebody else did. And when I read you the contents of this document, you're gonna, you're not gonna believe it either. So, yeah, hold on to your hats and your socks and your sweatpants and your sweatshirts, gloves if you got them. And yeah, this is gonna be crazy. Alright, let's begin. Okay. So the following takes place on November 20th. Description of personnel at associated ET bases. So far, we have run into three types of entities associated with bases at various locations within the solar system. Titan Base. All personnel observed at this base on 20 November 1986 appeared to be no different than native earthlings. There were two male technician types sitting at a control panel of some kind. Behind them stood an attractive female with brown shoulder length hair, wearing a pale green lab coat or smock. She appeared to be in some sort of supervisory role. All right, so on Titan, which I believe is a moon of Jupiter. I said there's a, a base and that the entities at this base look like Earthlings. And I, I don't know why they always do this, but they always talk about how attractive the 
non-terrestrial beings are, which is bizarre, bizarre, but they do, they do. Okay, the next location in the solar system that ETs are located at, according to the CIA, is in Mount Hayes. There appeared to be two types of entities associated with this site. The two entities located outside of the structure were accomplishing some sort of routine task. Unable to make contact with them or gain information of any sort. Inside the structure were two entities, one sitting at some sort of circular console with a round screen-like object. The other was busy doing something in the background. The entity at the console appeared to be human in form, but lacked definitive facial features. He seemed friendly enough and invited me to observe his actions at the console.
approved for release 2003, January 17. So apparently this is what the remote viewers viewed when they had their sessions. And these sessions were requested, monitored, and paid for by the CIA. These are the documents. receive the coordinates and they're able to project their mind into that location. Now this remote viewing technology, this was developed in the 70s and 80s by the CIA in conjunction with SRI, Stamford Research International. Was he projected his mind into this atomic clock 
and he, and he made it fluctuate in timing. changed the timing of the clock with his mind. Unbelievable. Let's take a look at this for a moment. What they're saying is that our psychic abilities are so strong that they have the ability to influence electronic reactions, electronic devices at a distance through shielding. Now at the same time, the Russians were also doing their own research on psi technology and psi abilities. So they had the same abilities. their secrets and they could see our secrets and apparently it was because of this program that one of the big missile programs Thinking about this psi ability, I want to talk about this part of the transelectronic theory. And part of the theory is that we human beings are literally at one with the universe because we are all vibrating together and everything that you see you know is just vibrating matter in that place and the only reason why it's there is there are some more bonds between those electrons and elements than other things otherwise everything would just be flying all over the place and everything would be the nothing that it is so one of my one of my core beliefs is that our mind can influence um, computers. Our mind can inf and our mind can influence gear. And our mind has the best chance of having influence over these devices when the systems on them are unstable. So I believe that our mind and our thoughts can impact electronic devices so much so that we can make them crash 
<laughs> have you ever been really worked up about something and you just need your phone to work but you go to use it and it crashes or you're really frustrated about something and you go to use the computer and the computer crashes right you're like oh god why now it's exactly why because your brain is 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 firing on every cylinder it has and it is putting off such a strong field a song strong psychic field that what happens is the energy that you have most likely negative because you're freaking out is going to project negative and it's going to it's going to have a negative impact on the quantum state of the electrons in the machine at the time and what's going to happen is you're going to have a quantum moment where you actually materialize all of the negative state at the same time causing the computer to crash um, it's 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 unbelievable these quantum moments we all have them all the time but very few of us actually recognize when it's happening. Very few of us recognize when it's happening. And these quantum moments are when infinity opens up in front of you in a moment and you see all of the paths before you as they will be if they unfold given their natural path. And it's really up to us to decide which of these moments, which of these paths do we want to embody, grab it, and then run with it. And these are the moments that happen all throughout the day, where if you go this way, you go to lunch. You go that way, you get a snack. This way, you take that street. That way, you take a different street. Over time, all of these different things matter. All of these different things build up to that moment where everything comes together. If you missed a couple of steps along the way, it doesn't come together. Maybe you get a different together. It's uh, fascinating. And it all has to do with And it all has to do with where you put your mind and where you put your thoughts. And we make... We make that reality real by thinking about it so much, obsessing over it, that we create these grooves in the universe for those thoughts to happen. And it's crazy to think about this law of one, but it's so real. It's so crazy to think about how true and real these things are. When we get right down to the science of it, it's science, it's measurable, and it's quantum theory. It's, it's the way that our thoughts, it's called the observer phenomenon, the way that our observing of events impacts those events simply by looking at them and it changes it because it's being observed and it changes it because it's being observed
observing of events impacts those events simply by looking at them. Yeah, it, it changes it because it's being observed. And these unstable systems, you can have a computer. And this is, this is the example that I always like to give because I used to hot rod my computers a lot. I don't do it so much anymore, but I definitely did a lot. had this one computer that was so tweaked out that I had to have a bowl of ice sitting above the CPU on the case. It was an old uh, pizza box. Pizza box. It was an old pizza box Macintosh, a 6100. And I had the CPU tweaked out to be running at like 75 megahertz or something it was like supposed to be 60 or 66 and I tweaked it out to 68 uh, 78 and what would happen is I'll be working on something and I'll be like yeah man this is the jam and I'd be so into it and then all of a sudden I'd be like oh this is what's gonna make it you know every artist or that I knew of wanted to like make it and you're always looking for that hit When I was working on stuff, like, oh, this is going to be the one that makes me. And every time, every time I thought that, boom, it would crash. And state can influence the computers in a good way in a bad way with the algorithmic composition it's in a good way because you're thinking about the things you like you're thinking about where you want the composition to go and the computer picks up on it and does it for you and that's a really beautiful synergy Fascinating.
was a famous health person and psychic named Edgar Casey. He was a really famous guy because he would be able to tell people what was wrong with them and give them medicines to make them better. And he would do it all in his sleep. structures all over the world with these gigantic stones it doesn't make sense that those were done with with hand tools like they couldn't have done it there's these really weird corners in in some of the stones in Egypt on the Giza Plateau. Those same strange corners are in Peru. So there's a lot of speculation that there was an ancient global civilization that spanned the entire planet. And there are remnants of it all over the place. Polygonal stonework at Egypt, South America. I think it's even in in Russia, China. We don't have so much of it here. But we do have some crazy megalithic structures in the Midwest that nobody's talking about. They're in Wyoming. rocks in Wyoming, similar to the ones that are in Pennsylvania, similar to the ones that are in India and Thailand. These rocks that when you bang on them, they ring like they're metallic, they ring like bells. There are these cone-shaped rocks all over South America? No, South Africa. What are all these ringing rocks about? 
then, the moon rings like a bell. to 
use. I think it's called the Helios Sun Viewer. Because at that time, according to the FBI, they had to shut everything down, evacuate the entire facility, because a janitor was using a serp.
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the whole podcast today. It really means a lot to me that you're paying attention and listening. If you could be so bold as to also help out and do a little support, that would be super awesome. The best way to do that is to buy the music over on Bandcamp.com. And you can find me there, RJ Valio, on Bandcamp.com. If there are any topics you'd like me to discuss or dive into, please feel free to hit me up and I'll be happy to entertain any topics that you have. You can find me over on social media, on Instagram. You could find me over on the band camp. I think those are probably your two best ways. Oh, I see you're still here. You've made it all the way to the end of the podcast.